Blog Talk Radio.
good evening, everybody. Uh, uh, man, this is uh, this is great. I, I love what's happening here. Uh, this is the South Shore Towers for Life countdown. We have a 40-year reunion of the Class 76 coming up in uh, September. We have the Class 75 41-year picnic coming up in July. And I started this after the picnic last year because it got to where every time I would uh, be around my alumni for these reunions and uh, picnics and so forth, you don't, you don't ever want them to end. You don't ever want them to end. Uh, they're touching. Uh, they are loving. And uh, it's, just, it's just a feeling that I wish I had every day. I wish I could just take with me every day. And, and one way that I wanted to kind of keep that spirit alive is to do this is to, uh, I've been doing this show, uh, We Are Everyday People, for about three years. And uh, I said, well, you know what? Let me try something. Let, let me keep the spirit alive. Maybe we'll do a South Shore Towers for Life, and we can feature some of our alumni that people haven't heard from, from a, for a long time. Uh, we've lost count of, and you, you want to hear their voices. You maybe even want to call into the show and talk to them and uh, see how they're doing and just to say hi. And, hey, and if you want to do that, the number is 718 718- Six six four nine five one three. That's seven one eight six six four nine five one three. So that's that's why I did this show to keep the spirit alive, and I, I, I want y'all to help me. This this is not a, about me. You know, if y'all don't, if you don't like me, do it do it for the school, do it for South Shore. It's all good. I know I know I can say some controversial things, but I, I can tell you one thing that everything I say is from the heart and with sincerity. I, I'm, I have an open mind, and if uh, a better way comes along, then it makes sense, then I have no problem taking an alternate route. But uh, what, come, what comes out of me is, is how I feel. And I mean, and that's just it. And uh, it's, it's not a personal thing. Uh, it's, it's just how I see it. And, you know, some like it, some don't. But that's the way it is. But today, uh, I have a special guest today. And uh, going back to when I thought about it, when I mentioned to him, he, he thought about it, to uh, 1970, back when we both played Little League Baseball at uh, – Eckersall Stadium on uh, over on 83rd and uh, what off of Yates there. And this brother, uh, you know, he was on the Minnesota Twins there, Coach Seals. I remember that uh, coming up. We went to South Shore together. I was a year ahead, but uh, I remember the brother uh, was a great basketball player, very good fundamental basketball player, good offense, good defense, good shot, good leadership, uh, just, just an all-around good guy. And I, as, as Mr. Poole would always say when he introduced him before the game, uh, we're going to uh, introduce him at All-American Guard number 11, Brother Daryl Hayes. And I want to bring Brother Daryl Hayes on right now. Daryl, thanks for joining me, man. Oh, thanks for having me, Keith. Man. You're making me go back, man. <laughs> wow, that's, that's going back. You know? The good times, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah, innocent years, the innocent years, yeah. So let, let, let's kind of go back and work on we'll the transitions and uh, the differences and uh, Daryl, the person you see in the mirror now compared to uh, the one you saw when you, you know how we are when we're younger and we think we know everything. Then we look back and say, man, we didn't know nothing. Or at least I can say that about me, you know. But, yeah. Uh, look, looking back at the, those Eckersaw Stadium days, man, what, I mean, I mean, we used to walk to the park. I mean, we could walk by ourselves to the stadium. It's, it's just so different today with the kids. That's unfortunate. We'll get into that later, but what, what kind of memories do you have as you go back to that time uh, in your life, man? Just the, the youthful uh, camaraderie that you had with all the the people your age, or with you know the kids you were growing up with, you know, because like you say, we used to have to walk. With us. We stayed by South Shore High School, Seventy Fifth, so we had to walk down the railroad tracks all the way over the eighty, get up to eighty third, well, up to seventy. We used to walk up to 79th and uh, what was that? Going Colfax or something along the train tracks, and then we would walk mm-hmm. over to 83rd. And and this was every day. It was a group of us, and you know, we all was on different teams, so we had different practice times. So you would wait for everybody, and then we all would walk back. We used to always love going uh, back home after games because we stop at the little red hot place. It used to be right there on 83rd, and right off of. Uh, mm-hmm. Jeffrey, you know, with that one, a hot dog and a bag of fries was like 49 cents, and you got a pop for, you know, for an extra 15 cents. We just sit out there, eat your little hot dog and french fries, and walk along. 
but and didn't, know, have, to worry about didn't no, have to worry about it. Didn't have to worry about nothing. No. Man, oh man. No, those were, those were good times, you know. Yeah. So you, uh, I, I remember you were first baseman. I definitely remember you as a first baseman. You were, yeah. I believe, you made the All Star team that that year. I believe. I, I know we had the tournament right, team. Right. Yeah, you were on the All Star team because I know we played over yeah. there at Hamilton Park one against West Park Manor. Uh, right, right. But coming, coming, coming out of uh, okay, we, we we did the little league, and I remember, man, when I think about those days, I think about you know yourself, uh, Byron Lemon, Marvin Tonstow, Michael Harris, uh, so, the Sostan brothers, uh, Mr. Right. Austin, man, and uh, uh, Mark Turner was on my team, <laughs> you know, back then. Uh, just just good memories, man. Yeah. When you uh, okay, so you ended up you went up in South Shore and uh, you, you you played basketball. So evidently you had a bigger passion for basketball. Is that correct? And when when did you start uh, you know hooping? Well, I always hoop. You know, we we did everything. We we played we played basketball. We played baseball. We played football. You know, we we had video games. So you had to get you wanted out the house. So you did everything outside. You know, we had uh. You know, and it was just so wild. You name, you start naming off Byron Lemons and Marvin Tunstall and all them, and Michael Hass them, and when Mr. Austin was our baseball coach, we all—that's uh, one of the best little league teams we ever had, and uh, we ended up losing on a fourth—not a forfeit, but a uh, protest. But we felt we would have went to the little league World Series that year. Cause that's that, one of that the greatest was, teams we ever played on. Yeah, that was a game. Oh, see, you, that, I, I, I'll never forget that game and the people who weren't there. But this, this is this is inside here. We're gonna go ahead and talk about it anyway. We'll we'll get back on track. But I tell you, I'll never forget that because we played. We were we were practicing and we played West Park Manor. Right. And you know how Arkansas is. You know when you see them walking over to the beaches and walking toward the field, them brothers look so intimidating, man. And we just stopped yeah. and looked at them and tried to pretend like we weren't afraid. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And we, we ended up beating them. We beat them three to two. And we yeah, beat them we three, beat to, them three two. to two. Byron Lemon hit that home run to right center field, brother. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. get it. And then when Mr. Austin told us that there was a protest, we all we all cried, brother. I mean, yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, that was a bad day, boy. We, we had a beautiful team. We, that was the greatest team we probably ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. We. Yeah. Oh, but, man. Yeah, but see, and then we all we all played basketball together too. Me, Byron Lemon, uh, Marvin Tunstall. Uh, who else was on there to play basketball? But we all played on the basketball team too. Uh, CNBL in the summer and mm-hmm. everything. So we left. We would we would eat baseball and go play basketball. So we always and then you know and then. It got to in the summertime. We used to go up and play tennis up at Rainbow Beach and ride bikes, and then we play basketball in the evening. And then if you had a baseball game, you went running over to play your baseball game over in the diamond when we got up to the to the to the Pony Beach. You know. Wow! But you started but South what, Shore, and uh, no, go ahead, finish up. Go ahead. Oh no! I say that's what just you know just yeah it just got me. I got I just got turned off on baseball when I when I got to the Pony leagues and I was, I should have been on the All Star team and uh, Dennis Bonebreak put a uh, Brad Brad Shields. Uh, I remember Brad Shields, the tall left hander. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they put him on because he was on his team, and he ended up being the reason they lost when they lost. Uh, to uh, them boy Burbank, they lost to Burbank. He couldn't he couldn't get a grind, he couldn't get the ball, scoop the ball out the dirt when they was throwing over the from third to first, and he, he had like okay. five balls just down. But that kind of turned me off, and that's when I kind of gave up on baseball. Yeah, yeah. So and then yeah. it was yeah. like basketball was it. Yeah. Now you 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 started basketball. I know we were at the picnic, and I was talking to you because I thought you were a varsity player for four years, but you said you was on varsity. In your sophomore year, that's yeah. still a hell of a feat because a lot of people don't play on varsity on there. I mean, you have to be exceptional. And South Shore yeah, had good teams that you played on. Right, yeah. But, you know, I was young and dumb. I I didn't know how good I was. 
I never I never realized what it was uh, after the freshman year. Um, you remember Blair Thomas and yeah. uh, Blair Blair Thomas and uh, Steve Williams. They were they were real good friends and and uh, and I bumped into them and the first thing Blair told me was, "Hey man, don't be letting them put you on on uh, frost all this year." You know, make Buddy put you on. You should be on rock. You say you're too good to be playing on Frosty. And and I never even thought about it. He said, make sure you go out for the varsity team. And so, uh, sure enough, I went out for it. And I ended up making. That's something. I, I, you know, I, yeah, like I said, I was like a kid. I was like a kid on Christmas. You know, I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> and, and and you know, everybody took me in as their little brother. And that's how, you know, I still see, like, far today and all them. They, they still treat me like their little brother, you know, because that's – I was younger than all of them, and, you know, I was on Rossi. So I was like the little kid. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting that when you don't realize – when you just don't realize how really good you are until somebody kind of pulled your coat to it. And you say, man, I I must be pretty decent, you know. I must be all right. Man. Right. Um, yeah. What, and like I, like I said when I introduced you, man, I, I remember I remember watching you play, and I remember, remember the whole team and their individual skills and how they played and so forth. And you you really had a balanced game. You, you had good defense, good offense, good leadership, good dribbler, and uh, it, it was and it, and it wasn't a flashy game, but it was a successful game that made things happen. You didn't have to dribble the ball behind your back and between your legs and spin around and all that. You know what I mean? But your results. You're right were better than those who could do all that, who who would do all that other stuff. Not that you couldn't, you just didn't, but they did it. But your results were even better than, you know, the flash. So that's, I'm just complimenting you on that, brother. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, we so, had Robbie Bracey to do all the, do the legs around the back and the skin. So. <laughs> hey, Bracey was a hell of a player, too. Bracey was a hell yeah, of a Bracey player. Yeah, Bracey was a hell of a ball player, yeah. Tell, tell me, tell me, what what are some of the the, the highlights? What are, when you look back at playing ball at South Shore, what what kind of you know what any particular games or moments really really stick out to you uh, uh, during that time? Well, I guess my my well my sophomore year, you know, we ended up playing uh, Farragut, and we lost to Billy Lewis and them in the playoffs, and uh, they was. At that time, they was—I think—they were the second best team in the city, and uh, we we had a chance. I thought we had a chance to beat them, but when we got there, it wasn't—we wasn't nowhere near close. But just to be able to just—that's when you start realizing that this this game of basketball can take you places and open up your eyes to a lot of other things because mm-hmm. we started meeting. Uh, college coaches, they, you know, at those games, they was there to actually scout like Billy Lewis them, you know. But they would yeah. come to talk to you and ask you, you know, well, how, what grade you in? You, you know, and you know, and what kind of grades you get in school? And you thinking about college and all that stuff? And you know, you, were, I was a sophomore, and I'm sitting there saying, why this cat asking me? You know. It's like about this stuff, and you know, again, you say, "Why this white man asking you these questions?" But you don't think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just that later on you realize, hey, this guy was was a coach for one of the colleges, and he was there, and he's going to talk to you. And it just kind of was one of the openings of my eyes that you know that this can take you a little further, get you, in, you know, get you in school, get your education if you stay with it. Do the right mm-hmm. thing. Start getting your mind on the right track and thinking on the right track, huh? Right, you know, and that's when I started realizing if I got good grades, you know, I could go to college and, and I could go and I could probably play basketball. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and then the sky's the limit, as they say. You, you dream, dream for the dream for the moon, and you fall short, you'll you'll be with the stars. I hear you. That's exactly how I thought, you know. What what were, what were some of your best? What what were as far as you personally? What games you look back at and you say, man, I I, I had it going on. I was I kicked their butts. I was an ass kicker tonight. Uh, oh man, just oh, games against like Singer. <laughs> when you go back to individual games, Singer. You know, I remember playing Parker at Parker, and uh, they got they got they got a little bitty gym in the 
And if you take the ball out of bounds and they was right up on you, they'd kick you. You know, they'd kick you while you're taking the ball out. But then it made you think, you know, you'd be ready to fight, but you must say, hey, we must be doing something. We got them pissed off, and we kicked mm-hmm. them fingers' butt. I mean, you know, Parker's butt. And so we got them pissed off that they want to hurt us. So we're doing all right. So as long as we get out of here, okay, it'll be good. You know? And I remember going up to uh, um, the Britain Green School. Uh, I can't Cooley. think of the name of it now. Cooley High. Cooley High. Yeah, Cooley High, yeah, and playing Cooley High, and that was one of that was probably one of my good games. One of my greatest games was when we played Harrison when they had uh, Lenny Lynn Williams. Williams. And, yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. they set them picks. Lenny Lenny probably had about thirty nine on us, you know, but <laughs> I had twenty some points. Yeah, <laughs> Lenny was a Lenny. They 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 were setting picks for him, and that boy could shoot. But yeah, you know, it just we it was a bunch of games that you had during the year, you know. Because mm-hmm. when we made the playoffs, we always we thought we was gonna do something, but we never. We had good games, but we just we just never had that 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 same type of team that they had when we was a when yeah. I was a freshman and when uh, my sophomore year when we had Tank. But we yeah. had good games, you know, good teams. Yeah. Wow. So. Uh... Who was your who was your circle back then? I mean, who did you uh, pretty much lean on and uh, mentored you, and you know who you can talk to and hold you up uh, when you needed to uh, back back then, man. Oh man, when I first got on the team, uh, who really took 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 me was uh, uh, Ducky Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis, yes, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, and you know they thought they thought I was his little brother. And he's the one that man got me really got me out, got me out of my shell, you know. He started making me go to the to side hops and hang out. He was introducing me to the girls that were seniors and and everything. And he just opened up my eyes for a lot of things, you know. And y'all, now, I mean, even oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, brother. Oh, I say even as even even after he was dead, that was his senior year, and he left the next year. And he went to Wisconsin, Oshkosh. And then when I graduated, I went to went away. I ended up down at Illinois State finally. And he was down there. And he still took up that role, man. He took me. When I got to Illinois State, he took me in. He uh, made sure that everybody knew that I could hoop. And I was playing with these cats that he knew. And, you know, trying to see if, making sure that I could, if I wanted to be on the, on the team, I was going to be on the team. And, yeah, he looked after me. That was my guy. Yeah, I remember. I remember Doug, Doug Davis. I met him. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, uh, man, I had it right on the tip of my tongue. I guess that that's what happens when you get a little older. You have a thought, and it just kind of it'll oh, come back. Time, no. Oh, I, I know. I know what it was. I know what it was. I uh, I talked to uh, brother Kevin Farmer. You know, you know Kevin Farmer, real, real oh, yeah, good no, brother. Yeah, yeah, Farmer. And yeah. Uh, I asked him, and uh, the question as far as uh, back in the days, you know, who was his schoolboy crush? And he had an interesting answer, and I'm going to ask you the same thing and see what your answer is, because he said because of his status as an athlete, when both you were an outstanding and uh, exceptional athlete also, he said that, you know, he didn't have to put much effort into, uh, you know, getting the girls and getting with the girls because they made it so easy. And he said it kind of warped him and curved him mentally, until it, whereas it took him until he was about, about 21 years old before he really learned how to really, you know, and sincerely treat a woman. Did you go through that? No, nah, I mean it was it was it was easy to get girls. I mean, mm-hmm. but I found out early that the the one the girls that you wanted. Uh huh. You know, yeah, it's some that just went from you had them ones that just went for the season. You know, baseball player, basketball <laughs> player, football <laughs> player, and you know you just you know, and then when uh and I used to I used to be with uh. Mike Tank, Michael Eversley. Yeah, yeah. And and when when Tank played, I was I was sophomore then too, and being around him and he taking care of me and I run with him. I used to be with him in the summer times too, and and play ball with him. And you see the girls, they just was they running after him, and they and you got girls running after you, and you watch how Tank TV say, "Oh, them ain't the girls I want," so you know. 
They wasn't mm-hmm. the ones I was, was interested in. I hear you. So I, I hear you, bro. I went for the I kind of I kind of went for the school the schoolgirl thing, the ones that was in class, and you know. <laughs> I hear you, bro. Man, that's uh. It, it, that's cool. That's cool. Like you, you said that they they had them for uh, all seasons of football, baseball. I must have. I don't know where the hell I was. I must have missed out on that one. I must have been at lunch having a sandwich or something. Oh, yeah. but, uh, I have to take your word for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, as far as it's, we, we're talking about class and going to class, and uh, which uh, when you when you think about the educators, the teachers, and the counselors and so forth, is anybody who you know, kind of uh, give, give you any advice that you can look back on today and say, you know, that contributed to make you the person that you are now? Oh, you know, uh, Mr. Brown, the coach, uh, Coach Brown, he used to tell me a lot of things. And uh, Mr. Poole, Mr. Clark, you know, and mm-hmm. I guess because uh, we was always we was around each other predominantly uh, what probably – Three fourths of the year, but uh, you know, and you you young, you don't they they talking to you here, but you don't hear. Yeah, and then when I it know. comes time with right, mm-hmm. and then when it comes time for the rev the relevance of what was spoken to you, it kind of comes back. You say, "Oh, wait, it that's what they was talking about. This is mm-hmm. what I, you know." And you know, like one one major major influence for. Uh, me going to school was actually Mr. Brown and Mr. Clark. Well, Mr. Clark was the one he was trying to get everybody, all I mean, the football players and basketball players in the school because you know he went to Lane, to Lane down in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and they 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 offered me a scholarship. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else they. Cause we all went to this thing, and the guy and the coaches was there, and they was offering us scholarships based on Mr. Clark's recommendation, you know. And then there was Mr. Brown, who too, I almost I could have graduated after my junior year. I had enough credit to graduate, and I had a, I had actually had scholarship to go to Yale. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, and the coach the coach came to my house and. And Mr. Brown came over, and they sat up in the front, my mother and, and the, the coach from Yale and Mr. Brown. And, you know, they talked to me, talked to me for a while. Then they, he asked, to, asked me to excuse myself, and I left out. And next thing I know, I came back, and then he was telling me that, you know, it was nice to meet me, that the scholarship was still on the table if I choose to come. But from what he gathered from talking to my mother and, and Coach Brown was that right now I probably wasn't uh, mature enough for college. That's, what, mm-hmm. that's, what, that's the way they put it. They just said mm-hmm. that I wasn't mature enough for college. So that I, and my mother said, yeah, no, nah, he'll be going for his senior year. So, yeah. Yeah, that was, was kind of, you know. I was kind of silly. I got got up to where I thought I could do anything and everything. So I got crazy, and that's when I started being the jokester and everything else. Mhm, mhm. Now, did you end up playing college ball at all? I did. I played uh, for Colgate and uh, for a year, and then I transferred down to Illinois State, and I was on there when Gene Smithson was there in '77. Mm-hmm. I had to sit out that year, and then he ended up getting the job at Wichita State. And when he transferred to Wichita State, he offered me a chance to come with him to Wichita State. But uh, my mother told me that I wasn't going nowhere else, that I was at the school I was going to graduate from if I ever graduated, and that I was at school to get an education. And when Bob Dunnawall came in to coach at Illinois State, I just I couldn't play for him. He, you know, he was, uh, he was the mm-hmm. assistant coach under uh, – he had been assistant coach under Bobby Knight, and he tried to come in and be oh, Bobby Knight. Oh boy! Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So that one that didn't work. So, and that's what so you I, I had uh, focus on that education, huh? Yeah, I became a student. <laughs> yeah. Hey, brother. But hey, I, let's, oh, let's. No, go ahead. Go ahead and finish up. Now, go ahead and finish up. I just say, I, I just say, you know, I, I owe a lot to basketball because it opened up a lot of doors, and it, it, it for me, it was my communication. 
for everything. I mean, no matter what, throughout life or whatever, when I started working for, for Delta uh, and I was living in Atlanta, I was living in Miami, wherever I moved, I played basketball. I met people. I made, made good friends, and mm-hmm. they taught me and, and brought me in and showed me the community, made sure I was safe, knew where to go, where to stay away from. You know, it's it's something that just it's open doors so you start communicating and uh, meeting good people. Yeah. So, uh, what we'll do? Uh, we, we, we have more. I got more questions, of course. But we uh, we have a call around. We'll bring a call around, and I know this brother here uh, because he's been on the show a few times. He's actually hosted with me. And uh, oh, okay, great brother, brother Carl Sanderson. Brother Carl, are you with us? Yep, I'm with you guys. How you doing, hey. Daryl? Hey, hey, what's that one, Carl? All right, hey. Daryl. Do you remember me, man? <laughs> I was uh, I don't know if you remember me, but yeah, I was. I remember you. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, uh, when when I first saw the posting that a standout basketball player for 1976, I was like, "Who was that?" <laughs> you know, I had to really think about it, but I remember and I thought about um, Albert. Yeah, I'm on the Albert. Uh, Ronnie Gracie on the '75 team, and I remember you on the team. And right. I, and you was the, you was the only one left that was that was I mean that I saw with a lot of potential. That was great. That had good potential. So I knew it was you. I said that must be Daryl Hayes. Hey man, uh, I, you know you you was a damn good ball player, and and if if Blair Thomas told you that, gave you that good advice, man. It, because Blair Tumble was a hell of a ball player. You know, oh, yeah, he was. And so, yeah, so when they they took a liking to you, you know, that was a, that was good. That was good motivation. My cousin was there. He transferred from Gustavo in 1970 or 71. His name is Clan Hawkins. You don't, I don't know if you remember him, and I don't think he was there at that time. He was a good basketball player. And he talked about your mentor. He he also mentioned uh, Coach Brown, and Coach. And at the time when Coach Brown was coaching, you know, he was a young cat, just graduating college and whatnot. And he was yeah. learning too at South Shore, as we all was learning. He was learning how to coach. Right. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. And so it's funny that you mentioned Coach Brown because that's how that's how I saw him. I saw him as an up and coming uh, guy. That was, you know, that was coach was learning as well as the ball player for. Yeah, man, you was a good ball player, and, and I always admired Ducky. I like Ducky. Ducky was a good ball player too. I think he was one of the guards on that '74 team. Right. You know. Right. So, you know, I saw the talent. You, uh, uh Albert. I didn't see now in. What's uh Shelby didn't get a chance to play with us in seventy five because he was hurt. Right. But but did you know I did one year with you guys in seventy five, seventy four, seventy five. And right. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Right, I loved it. Did you know who I grew up with? That was that's that was that's real famous. Mo Cheeks. You know, because I came oh, from yeah. Robert Taylor. Yeah, Mo oh, Cheeks okay. lived in fifty two sixty six and I lived in I always like to tell the story. I lived in he lived in fifty two six and I lived in fifty three twenty six. But I left through Sable after Mo Cheeks, Raymond Bullocks, and Dice after all them cats graduated and left in seventy four. Dice graduated in seventy three. But all that after all them all them cats left in seventy four, I left. Because that's who I you know, I played with. I played I played basketball and football at Du at Dusable. And I was on the sophomore team for a year, you know, uh, well, for a yeah. couple of years. And so, you know, I think I loved it when I came with you guys at South Shore. That was a big, that was a big deal for me. And yes, we all, yes, Chief, we all played all three. We played, we came up playing baseball, baseball first, and then we started playing uh, football and, and basketball was last. Yeah. Right. You know, basketball. Yeah. But hey, man, I'm. I'm glad that, you know, the teachers and 
you men that, that do this, man. It's it's a great honor. And, oh, you yeah, know, totally. Yeah, you, it is. Yeah, you had game, man. Get the game. Go ahead. Get, get that. Right. Well, Carlton, thanks for calling me in, man. I appreciate you taking the time to call and uh, say how you feel, man. Okay. Thanks, thanks, Keith. I appreciate it, man. Hey, I'll man. be keeping in touch, man. We'll, we'll, we'll be doing it again. Okay. All okay, right, brother. Man. Thanks, right. and I'm sure I see, I'll see you out at the picnic, right? Absolutely. I'm going to be at both of them. I'm going to come and honor okay. you guys as well, and I'm going to be at okay. Come see us at July to the 70, 75. Oh, yeah, so I'll, be I'll be there. So will I. Okay, so you... All right. We'll talk All right, brother Carl. Right, Thanks a lot, bro. I'll take right, it guys. easy, Thanks, bro. Keith. All right. All right. It's always good to hear from brother Carl. He's he's uh, he's done a few shows with me. We have uh, really great conversation. Great great conversations. You know. Uh, yeah. We're gonna take a take an old school break, man. You know, I gotta bring some old school out because. You know, as I always say, I think when they took our music, they took our minds. You know, we, if we got our music back, I think that would contribute a lot to uh, the, our frame of thought because we, 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 we sang about love and, and feelings and emotions. We didn't sing about killing nigga and shoot him in the head and, you know, all this kind of crap. But uh, we're going to take those. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Like you said, we had to get out and play and play strikeout, go go draw a box on the wall and play some yeah. baseball. We couldn't sit That's there and right. work our thumb on the video game. We did that every day in the summer. That's for sure. Every day. Every day. Okay, we'll take an old school break, and uh, y'all hold tight. And I see we do have some callers. I don't know if they're shy. They don't want to talk. But if you do want to say something, uh, if you haven't called in, you want to call in at 718-664-9513, 718-664-9513. Uh, if you're already on the board and you're already in and you want to uh, say something, just press the number one. I'll see that and I'll bring you right in. We will be right back. We're back. See, that's not, that's what I'm talking about. See, that record was made for students. They're talking about being out of school for the summer. No profanity. Ain't no bitches. Anybody gonna bust or get a cat busted in their ass? I mean, that's what we came up with. And oh man, you know, I, I, I just 
I'm always old school. I don't care what nobody say on this show. Old school will play. Old school gonna stay alive. Like I hope the South Shore Tires for life. The spirit stays alive. Uh, all I can do is shake my head on and what I'm listening to now, man. It's 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 ridiculous. We have another caller, man. Uh, Brother Dale, you you know I guess maybe we'll see what happens. The last four digits of this caller is uh, one zero four three one zero four three. Are you with us? Hello. 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 Are you with us? Caller. The last four digits. One zero four three. Are you with us? Okay, I'll put you back on hold. Or if you come in, uh say something. We'll hear you and uh we'll bring you right in. But okay, I'm not gonna even mute you. Brother Hayes, you still with me? I'm still there, yes, I am. Okay. Okay, we have a caller, but uh, maybe they stepped away, and if they come back and they want to uh, shout out, we'll we'll bring them right in. Not a problem at all. Okay. Uh, look, I know, uh, you know, we we all we all go through transitions. Transitions, like I was saying earlier, you know, uh, you know, you get young and you think you know everything, and you get older and you look back and you realize, uh, uh-uh, no, I knew very little. What? Uh, Transitions. How, how did you transition? When you look back at the Daryl Hayes from 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 you and the Daryl Hayes now, where can you say that you've become that you've enhanced your person? Where, where are you a different person? How you used to be? Uh, yeah. I guess. I guess I just was. Uh, I was a lot. I was. Serious, I guess. Initially, for a while, then I had an uncle that passed away while I was young, and he was just a few years older than me. And uh, when he passed away, my number one objective was to make sure that you enjoy life. You know, life is short; mm-hmm. nothing promised to you, and uh, you know it's not what you think. It ain't this fairy. We don't. Being black in America, we really didn't have a the dream of having uh, the, the house behind the white picket fence and the kids and the, the car and, and just living a, a hunky-dory life, you know. Mm-hmm. So you just enjoy life as it is and, and every day get the most out of it that you can because tomorrow's not promised to you. And so yeah. that was that was me, you know, and when I got in – and I was the first one to co- uh, graduate from college on my mother's side of the family, so that was the motivation for me to get that degree. And once I got that degree, I was like, I thought it was that was it. You know, the world was my oyster. Like, you know. And so what, it was. Go ahead. What, what's what's Dale Hayes into now? What what are you doing these days, brother? Hey man, trying to I'm trying to get work until I can retire. I worked for an airline, and uh, I've been working there 34 years. Oh yeah, and uh, okay. got a and I got a daughter that just sure she graduated two years ago from Ohio State, and my son he's a senior now at Illinois State. So okay. I'm just treading treading water till he graduates, and and look start looking at retiring and starting to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. So, so what what what's Speaking of enjoying life, what's on that bucket list, man? What 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 have you done that you might want to do again, and what have you not done that you uh, kind of look forward to doing? Look, I, I just, I mean, I mean, working for airline, I had an opportunity to go and, and to see the world, and I, I think okay. that's really what I want to do. I just want to go see some of, you know, go to go to Paris, go to Italy, go to Rome. I've been, I just went to the Orient, well, the Philippines. I want to do Thailand. I just, you know, go see things that, you know, you know, when when you just, like, you want to tell these young kids that's, that's shooting and killing each other and cause of a piece of a corner in Chicago now that, hey, it's a bigger world outside of these, these few blocks that you see, you know, and you wish you could show them that, that you know, it's a whole, it's a whole world of adventure out there and good people and places to see and things to experience that, you know, that they cutting themselves short on and, and, and not putting the value on other people's lives and that means they're not putting the value on their life. And, and that's 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 
probably one of the key factors to all the violence in the city. But me, I just want to just go and see the world. I just, you know, experience other cultures, uh, other foods, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. I, I, man, I'm down with that, and I had the same ambition. Have you been to Africa? No, I haven't been to Africa. No, okay. planning on going to South Africa with a with a partner, man, but that fell through. So that's how I ended up going to the Philippines. So we went okay. to the Philippines instead. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get on the uh, Africa trip for uh, next February, and, they, and they're going to Senegal. Uh, I think next August, and. Uh, that's definitely on my bucket list. I got to get to Africa. I, I just got to, it's personal. I, I, I need to get to Africa uh, hey, before this life as, is over, you know. As Richard Pryor said, look in the phone book and see if you got any relatives. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. And, yep. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. You, you kind of touched a little bit on, on the world view, but, you know, me personally, I, I think it's, it's it's been systematic what has happened. Uh, to our youth and to our people as far as uh, being totally desensitized via means of the music, uh, the rap lyrics, the, the violent video games. And by the way, that, that, that knockout game, I don't know if you heard of that knockout game where the kids will walk up on an old person and hit them and knock them out. That came from Grand oh, Theft yeah. Auto. That came from the video game Grand Theft Auto. So can nobody oh, tell yeah. me that these games and, and these methods of communication doesn't have a programming effect on our kids? And I'm thinking that we have, they have to be deprogrammed by the same means that they use to uh, satanically program them. Uh, the whole school system, uh, to me, has to be overturned. You've you got to have K-12, through a mandatory class, the critical thinking, anger management, conflict, conflict resolution. And uh, it, it, it's, it's going to take me a long process, but that's just me. But what, what do you see as far as... Uh, do you ever sit back and say, man, what can we do? What do we need to do here? I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, uh, first of all, uh, at home, you know, if, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not teaching your kid to respect and, and and respect other people and respect you at home, they're not going to walk yeah. out that door and give respect to, to people outside that door, uh, older people, no matter the police or whatever. You know, and that comes with home training. You know, you you got you got to play down ground rules and everything at home too, and that's that's the basis. That's that's where you got to start building at at home, and then education. You know, and I think in the in the city they don't care. They don't they don't they're not putting a striving to give them a quality education because an intellect will trump the video games. You know. You you you'll be smart enough to realize this is just a game on the television show. I mean, on the TV that I just put in a little cartridge into a machine and I play this game. But outside this door, that's reality. And you ain't gonna try to transfer the things that's happening in this game to reality. And and that just shows you that that's how these these kids and the, these games and all that stuff they they lack education. They were out there wanting to thinking it's a life is a video game. You know. That's a, and I guess they feel point. that they get and if they get shot, I think they think they can push reset. You know, but they don't realize the game is over when you do something stupid. So, you know, I just Man, you, you know, I've said you, some of what you're saying, I I've said the same thing. You you I mean and that is absolutely the truth, man. You can't press no reset button and the game don't start over. Right, yeah. But I'll and say that, one thing about the, the home. The, the, another problem these days is because when we talk about home, see, at home, the kids are the parents. The parents are kids, too. Just like these kids today, in time, they're going to be the parents. So it's, it's almost different now when we say it starts at home because it's a whole different home mentality now because these kids are having kids and nothing changes. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I hear you, brother. Yeah. You're right. You're right, Phil. We have another caller, man. We're going to see if uh, if we can get a, a line of communication. We'll call the last four digits, 8051. Are you with us? Yes, I am. What's happening? Who we got? This is Norman Hall. Hey, Keith Bledsoe. What's up, brother Norman? How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, doing all right, still 
still still site safety and health officer for Great Lakes Navy Base. Hey. All right, what, man. What can I do? <laughs> hey, good to hear you, like you. I know that's right, dog. We didn't we didn't earn it. I think so. Having this part enjoying life every day, you know. Yeah, I just hey hey Keith. Yes, sir. I just I was checking my email and saw you were on the air. And said, let me call my brother because I ain't called you in about a year. So I said, let me get some abuse and call your <laughs> oh, no, brother. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Seems like just yesterday, my man. I, I know. Man, man, man. Daryl, how you been? I've been doing okay, man. I'm not complaining. I am not complaining. Okay, okay. Congratulations on your kids graduating from college. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. They ain't had nothing to do with me. That was them. They had... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I might, I might have put that foot on their butt, but I ain't put it in their butt. So they did a good thing, you know. They do it. They know right from wrong, and they wanted it in that education, so they doing good. Hey, brother yeah. Norman, while we have you on the line, man, what, what, what you, what, what you up to these days, man? How, how you been doing, and what's going on with you? I'm doing great. Uh, actually, I'm moving back into Chicago. Oh, okay. So I'm. So, so I am. I, I've taken over as the site safety and health officer for Great Lakes Navy Base. Mm-hmm. So, I, oh, so I am. So I'm there, and I'm going to retire from there. <laughs> Congratulations, man! I hear you, bro. You be at the picnic uh, this this summer, or you may check out the 76. You know, we, we're trying to promote the 76 year 40 year reunion also because even though it's featured for 76, everybody is welcome. And I know myself. Uh, and Carl Sanderson, uh, out of 75, I know will be there. So we want to we want to jam pack that reunion to make it a, a hell of an event, man. So ho- hopefully oh, maybe yeah. you can make that also. I'm going to show up just to support uh, my fellow Tars. Absolutely, that's the spirit, and that's why I do the show. That's exactly why I do the show. Yep. Brother Norman, well, man. Thank- Thanks for calling, man. Go ahead. If you want to make you want to make a closing statement or something else you want to put out there, something you want the world oh, to know, uh, you want to share uh, from the uh, heart, uh, go ahead, man. You got it. A, a closing statement. I want to thank all those people uh, that bleed blue and green that stood up and stopped them from changing the name of the school. Yes, sir. I wasn't able to be there, but I but but I was there in spirit, and I understand. And that's my closing statement. <laughs> All right, my brother. Man, thanks so much for calling, man. I, I'm, I'm humble. Thank you hey, for taking the time to call. And uh, we hope to see you at the picnic uh, for uh, 75 and, and the reunion for and picnic for 76, man. Yeah, just uh, put an email blast with with the day and time. I'll make sure I'm there. Oh yeah, it'll be coming Good out. Good to hear from you, Norman. Okay, yeah, you too, you you too, there, Mister Hayes. Yeah, <laughs> man. You take care. Number man. eleven. And I hope to see you soon. <laughs> okay, hope to see you soon. Everybody All take right. care. All right. All right. Take care, brother. Appreciate you. Peace. Peace. See, Daryl, this is why I do the show, man. This is why I do the show, uh, to hope that we can get callers like that and uh, keep that spirit alive, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. What we'll do, I guess we talked before, and I guess this is where we take that old school break, and uh, when we come back, this is where we give you a chance to think about it if you need to, and uh Come back and we'll give you a closing statement and you can just express yourself and put it out there in the way you want it received. How's that for you, brother? Uh, all right. That's cool. Anybody, uh, any callers want to get in for that last uh, hurrah? Uh, you can still do that. Do that. 718-664-9513. Those of you who are already on, uh, if you want to just press number one, if you're just listening, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Everybody don't want to talk on the radio. But if you want to talk on the radio, we are everyday people, Global Internet Radio Network. Just press that number one and you will. And we will be right back. Ain't nothing I can say, nothing I can do. Everyone concerned 
I knew the time would come. I'd have to pay for my mistake. I can't blame you for what you're doing to me, girl. Even though my heart is. back and before we get into uh brother daryl hayes closing statement let me say this uh we, we have some good shows coming up i, I put it out there I, i'm i'm people are helping me they want to keep the spirit alive I, I put it out there some have responded then they don't they haven't gotten back with me i don't take it personal uh maybe they don't want to be on the radio uh but you know if you listen to this show you can see how the format is uh, i do it in fun and in seriousness sincerity uh but it's nothing to be afraid about come on come on let's talk uh, I may be calling you and texting you any day now. Those of you who have yet to contact, if you would uh, want to help me out and be a guest on the show, now tomorrow we have coming on uh, Brother Dorian Doe Boylan. Dorian Boylan. He is a former. Uh, he's a South Shore uh, ball player. He is a former Pittsburgh Pirate. He was on the World Championship uh, World Series team back in the seventies. He is now a uh, major Mercedes-Benz dealer in Orlando, Florida. Uh, he will be on tomorrow. And we'll also have Brother Charles Wagner, class of 75. I believe Dorian is class of 71, I believe. No later than 72, but one of those years. 72. The, uh, 72. 72? 72? Okay. Okay. He'll, he'll be on with us tomorrow. And uh, Brother Charles Wagner, who has uh, progressed to be a big-time IBM uh, executive, uh, very proud of Brother Charles. I remember when Charles first started as a uh, field service technician. This was back when I was working at Montgomery Ward on State Street back in 19, I think, 77, 76. But uh, Charles has uh, really, really uh, progressed, and we'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about uh, something we've been trying to talk about for a while, which is our multiple marriages and things that we've learned from that point. So it's going to be an interesting show tomorrow. Thursday, I, we have coming on uh, Sister Darlene Denise Campbell. Darlene Denise Campbell of 76, and uh, I'm hoping to have uh, the Ewing sisters, Rochelle and Gina. That's Rochelle Ewing Wilson and Gina uh, Ewing Curry. I'm working on that, and uh, hopefully Rochelle is listening, and uh, she enjoyed the format of the show, and they'll be willing to come on. And hopefully, anybody can they get anybody get a hold of Mr. Hawkins? I'd really like to have Mr. Hawkins on this show. I want Mr. Hawkins on this show. So somebody help me out with that. Uh, I did send him a text once upon a time, and he didn't respond. I think he wants to keep low-key. But if anybody can help me get Mr. Hawkins on the show, please help me do that. Okay, I got that out. Uh, Brother Daryl, this is the time. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. 
Uh, it's all in fun. Man, and I, I have a regular job. I don't do this for money. Uh, matter of fact, I pay to do this. I do it because of my spirit for South Shore and the South Shore alumni. I love South Shore. I love the alumni. And uh, this is why I do the show. So I appreciate it. I'm going to give you this time to express yourself. Just put it out there in whatever way you want it received, brother. And take as long as you need. I just want to thank you for for having me and uh, and everything. And it's, and it's it's good. The older we get, you know, it seems like uh, it's truly the wiser we get. And I never would have thought, you know, would have been 40 years ago. So 40, 44 years ago when I started high school. At South Shore, you know, I didn't know what a tar was. You know, found out a tar was a tire. And <laughs> as you go through life, and that avenue of life takes you down big streets, small streets, dirt roads, dark roads, but you know, you always end up turning around and looking back, and you see, hey, that go one street that got the light on it, and that's that street that. You see, from a distance, you can tell they say tar is on the house. It's also a tar. And you say, what's a tar now? A tar is me. tar is you. You never thought that you would be telling somebody, you know, you got special love for them because you went to high school with them when you see them today. Yes, yes and sir. When, yeah. and, and when you see somebody that went to South Shore, you just automatically open up your arms and, you know, it's a, it's a warm embrace. It's a good feeling. And to let them know that, you know, Sasha lives on, Sasha lives in you, Sasha lives in me, and forever we'll be Tars. And that's a, that's a great thing. And it all started with the foundation of South Shore. And it's, 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 been, it's been built friendships and it's it kept a lot of people together, and they, we, you know, I still stay in touch with a lot of people. Far, uh, Alva Jones, like we, I just was with them Saturday. Oh, really? And, okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Harry Park, Frog, I mean, Janine Sharp was out there. People that you know, hey, and you when you see them, it's automatic, man. It's a straight warm embrace. Your arms open up. You get a hug, you kiss. It's like you know, and you you got special love for them, and that's Absolutely. something that you never thought you would feel for somebody when you were going to high school, late in your life. That you know, hey, I'm gonna see them one day. I'm gonna have special love for them. You, you just walk by them and don't care, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we get older, we get wiser, and we remember those years, and those are good years. And forever, forever, a tar. Never can say goodbye to that, brother. Never can that's say right. it, but, uh, that's, I, I hear you, brother. I appreciate that uh, from the heart. I felt it. And uh, I, my sentiments exactly, brother. I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I look forward to seeing you at the, at, the, at, at the 76 reunion and the 75 picnic and the 76 picnic I'll, also. I'm going to all of them. I'll be there. I'll, I'll be see you there, brother. And uh, you take care of yourself, wanna, man. We'll keep in touch, and man. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for, for having the initiative. And to get up and go and do something like this, this is great, man. This is something that's great, and uh, it, it is appreciated. You know, people might not tell you, but it is appreciated. I thank you. Well, you know what? Uh, thanks for saying that. I, I, I haven't even, I mean, to hear that uh, is humbling, and I appreciate it. And uh, I'm going to keep it going, man. I'm going to keep it going. It's, it's the South Shore Towers for Life, and that's what I mean. So, uh Brother Daryl, take care of yourself, man. Travel that world, and, uh, you know, we'll be talking again, brother. All right, Keith. Thanks a lot, man, and you take care of yourself, and good luck. Okay, brother. Take and care. Peace you, to you. And see you soon. See you Absolutely. soon, without a doubt. All Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Take care now. All right, you too. And I can't close out no better than that. I don't, I don't think I want to say anything else other than in the name of whomever or whatever. Your spiritual power.
You have been listening to We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network. Peace.